You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. And... I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And welcome back to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. 
And if you have not seen or heard the verdict for Jesse Smollett, you about to hear it now. Now, we all know he was found guilty on all five um, charges. And we all know that he was charged because he um, was found guilty by jury everything for faking a hate crime in Chicago Streeterville to be exact okay <laughs> now if you're not from Chicago um that's pretty much what we would call aka boys town that's um where predominantly you have a gay lesbian um uh, pansexual you know this is a place where there's hardly very small crime and the, and the crimes are not hate related. You might, you know, get your car stolen, you know what I'm saying? Depending on what time of day it is. Um, but there are not many violent acts in this area. And again, I'm going to point it out. Uh, <laughs> it was the coldest day of the fucking millennium here in Chicago. It was so cold. They told you, if we see your dog outside, we taking your ass to jail. It was that cold here in Chicago. And he was found guilty on five counts, which made him a class four felony. For what he did, um, he uh, took away manpower. He gave other dumb motherfuckers to do the same idea of shit. Because right after his incident happened, it was another incident where a woman claimed someone did this to her and come to find out it was a lie. So, uh, yeah, I'm just being... 100 here on the Mayday Mayhem podcast, you know, where we be real candid here. You know what I'm saying? We're very, very candid. And, um, as, and this, it, it, I don't understand our district attorney here in Cook County. How can Kim Fox be outraged? Now, let's, let's get down to what happened. We all know that. Jesse Smuller was found guilty on the charges here in Chicago. All right. Now, his sentencing was yesterday, which was, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I was watching the sentence and laugh. And I had been sitting there all damn day listening through my earphone. I didn't took the kids to school, brought the kids back home. I didn't made coffee, made dinner, made lunch, made breakfast for next day and lunches for next day. And finally, we got a verdict. We finally got the actual sentencing. And I couldn't understand why they were going. Well, I understand why they're going back and forth. But to go back and forth to where y'all had to have like two breaks, two lunches and all. Come on. Why are we arguing? I know it's too 
you know, this is like the uh, victim uh, impact statements, you know, where people do come and testify in your honor, you know, to lessen your crime. It's more like character witness type of situational type shit. But it's to make sure that, you know, a person committed one mistake, you know, it does not define their whole life, which I absolutely agree with. One mistake does not define your whole life and you should not be um, persecuted for one thing in your life, you know, especially if you've had a complete turnaround and things of this nature. But this is not that type of case. Even the judge, and I, I don't understand why everybody mad at the judge. Like, what the fuck y'all mad at the judge for? That this is actually something where motherfuckers need to be taught a lesson. And he did hit on a lot of things. Now, a lot of people are mad with the judge because the judge had a 40-minute-long uh, dissertation. Um, let me make sure I can pull it up. Um, pretty much stating that Jesse Smollett is not a bad person, but what Jesse Smollett did was terrible in itself, especially with Jesse Smollett's background. Now, we all know um, Jesse Smollett is of multicultural race. His mother is black and his father is, if I'm not mistaken, Jewish, but he's, of course, white. So he's Jewish. Also, he's very mixed race and mixed cultures. His mother and father fought along freedom fighters like Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, um, big heads like that. And we all know they fight against um, racism. They fight for equal and civil um, equality, especially with uh, race, especially black and brown, but especially black people, because I ain't gonna lie, we get the bun in the stick all the time. No lie, no lie. But um, that's what they fought for. And they actually know about how racism can impact on someone's life. You know, like Emmett Till, he was killed due to the color of his skin. And now come to find out it was a whole lie on what was said. You know what I'm saying? But he was diligently killed because of the color of his skin, which was and is considered a hate crime. And his body was so badly um, um, disgraced, is the only way I can put it, that, of course, his mother did an open um, casket to see what they did to her child. But in that sense, he comes from a background where you know that these things are wrong. You know that these things are um, come from a place of hate. And for you to incite 
and have arrogance as though you didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I did not do nothing wrong. Knowing that you, you lied and you got on the stand and lied again and again and again and again to the fact that you, he, he does realize that he could have sent two men to jail and then they would have been deported back to a country where being gay can literally get you killed. So he was willing to allow these boys to lose their life over a lie that he orchestrated because he said he wanted to, um, uh, now his alleged thing was it was because he wanted more money or all is that the third which everyone completely believes that that's an absolute lie and falsehood because there's no absolute way that he needed more money. He was a rising star. He was actually a um one of the main characters on Empire. He was getting places here, there, here, here. And I agree with the judge. He did this all for attention and it backfired. And the way he got the attention was terrible. Even the judge pointed out that, um, let me pull it up over here. Let me pull it up. Even the judge had to tell him like, you know, the arrogance of this case. You're so arrogant with it. There's a little air freshener here, guys. Okay. All right, let me pull it up. Where you are right now, awaiting sentencing on their criminal trial. How did they get to... If you suffer from digestive... All right, he was actually t uh, discussing how, you know, he got to this place. Um, and it was pretty much by lying. If Jesse Smollett won the never lied, Jesse Smollett won the um he wouldn't have went to he wouldn't have did any time problem. They probably would have let him go with a light sentence. But by you lying and wasting manpower, that's the thing. talk about your premeditation it was premeditated and i've been a criminal judge for many years and i know that people now we are listening to the judge as he's saying and speaking about you know what's going on you know it was premeditated another thing before we get to the act fuck it let's get to the sentence he was sentenced to 30 months probation he was sentenced to 150, excuse me, 150 days in the Cook County Jail. And he was um, fined that $120,000 uh, and 100, $120,106 that he um, wasted of Chicago police's man hours. Now, he had to start his time in jail, which is equal to five months. 
in jail at Cook County, you know, Cook County um, jail, which is right here on 26 and Cal, you know what I'm saying, right here in the heart. But he had an outburst, outrageous. Like, I can't do jail. I just can't do jail. We're going to hear it. We're, we're going to listen to it. But how he got there is what the judge is explaining. And Kim Fox should know very well why he lied. He lied and said he was attacked by two white men. He paid the Terrell brothers. He paid these two black literally African-American men, and I feel so sorry for them. Y'all don't know how sorry, because they could have went to jail. And in a in, in, in the system for years for a crime that they did not commit. As the judge says, the crime didn't start until you called the police. That's when the crime started, and it was a false police report. You took time, resources, manpower from Chicago. If you haven't fucking noticed, for the past maybe eight, nine years, Chicago has been in the news. Uh, Laquan McDonald, uh, we literally have uh, one woman here, actually two women, that died, <clears throat> excuse me, in police custody here. And one of them was pregnant, seven months pregnant, seven, eight months pregnant. Trying to figure out how in the fuck did she die here in jail? Don't forget, um, just a few weeks ago, we had a baby that was shot 25 motherfucking times. A baby. And when I say a baby, I'm talking what he was only, what, 11, 12 years old? He was shot 24 times. A child, which prior to that, his mother died. Um, if I get it right, allegedly, um, she was trying to get her phone off the CTA track. It fell, and no one helped her up, and she passed. Then, right after that, his cousin, she passed. So we have. Um, a lot of things going on here in Chicago and violence is a lot. We have a lot of violence here, just as any other metropolitan city, any place where you have a large crowd of people, of course, you're going to have more, um, violent acts and violent crimes. That's duh. More people, more crimes, less people, less crimes, because it's less people to control, less people around, of course. But that's a problem we have now here in the Cook County justice system where we see an overturn of convictions and then you say jail is not the answer. Okay, jail is not the answer. We have a lot of gun felons on the street. But you tell regular people like myself or others that, oh, you shouldn't have guns. But the criminals have guns, so we're not supposed to have guns to protect ourselves neither, correct? Oh, well, no, you don't need a gun, but the criminals have guns. They do acts of violence. 
and you give them a slap on the hand and they go out and do a more heinous violence when they shouldn't have been on the streets in the first place. So that's still a problem. In this case, I agree. The judge, I'm going to play more of it, but the judge says that he has um, arrogance, which he does. He's so arrogant. And so I'm better than thou because I, and it's so hurtful to the black community and it's so hurtful to people that have been victims of, um, of racial uh, abuse and racial beatings and slurs and stuff because uh, yeah, that's a lot of people that's been victimized by things like this that actually really happened. Your family fought against these type of things, and then you lie about a hate crime and even pay the brothers with a check, which, of course, I agree with the judge was, I don't know why you did that, but you did it. It's the sheer arrogance as though you're not going to be caught. And go ahead and let him just do him. It's just the arrogance of it all. And I agree he was very, very, maybe this five-month sentence will humble him. Because the arrogance is out the roof and his family, oh, the judge, he's he's not for the people. But y'all... Didn't he back in California allegedly use one of y'all license in a DUI case? Well, one of y'all could have went to jail, so y'all wouldn't go to jail for his ass. I could shudder to think what other secrets lie in between that. Now, y'all was willing to send these two boys. Now, don't forget, if it was... Really, this did happen to me. Then you're saying the Otago brothers attacked you then, allegedly. You're saying that, see, the cat even agrees. They're saying, you're saying that the uh, Otago boys attacked you. They did this, allegedly. That's what you're saying. And if you're saying that, then that means they will go to jail. That means after they go to jail, they'll be deported back to their country where being gay or um, not liking the opposite sex uh, can get you killed. Okay. So these, these young men would have been, these brothers now would have been deported back to their country. And you have went on with a lie, ruining two other lives. And as the judge will go on and say that, uh, the brothers really looked up to Jesse Smollett as I did too. I looked up to him like, wow, he on empire. He doing so good. He's, I, I was, I, do y'all know I bought the whole empire soundtrack about both of them. No lie. I did because I love the music. You know, I, I did. I loved it. And he brought that lyrical form to empire he bought that that musical aspect then if it ain't about the money man ain't nothing but about the power you know i was into it like i was like yeah i was a beating that and so he did this fuck shit i'm like 
And even the show declined after that because no one wanted to watch the show. No one wanted to watch the show because of what Jesse Smollett did. And I'm, I'm telling you from the feet down, you know, we're the little people on the ground, you know what I'm saying? I'm not big Hollywood, so nothing like that. But I'm telling you, the people down here that watch the shows, they stopped watching it because Jesse Smollett was on it. People stopped buying merchandise once they found out what Jesse Smollett had did. They literally stopped. I was one of them. Like I said, I had the whole soundtrack. I did. I stopped listening to it and everything. Like, ugh. I can't believe you just did this. And even the judge says that he has such an impact on these young men that they was willing to do anything for him, you know, to get a part on a TV series, you know, just to meet other people. It's alleged he was messing around with one of them. So, and one of them was the trainer. So it's not like you didn't know these boys. And then you orchestrate this event, even did a test run. Even did a test run. You heard me? Even did a test run. And you still, and you still went along with it. Knowing that um, his fight was delayed four hours. He got in at 2 a.m. Then he made up this cockamamie story about going to get some eggs or something from Walgreens. Then they was closed. Yeah, because it was so fucking cold here we were in a solar vortex it was cold then you had to turn around and go um to subway and get a salad and a tuna sandwich which we all know subway tuna tuna is not real let's be real y'all they did a whole little test on that shit you know it's damage control it's all good you know hey you i'm not against subway you know what i'm saying I'm not. I'm not against Subway. I eat Subway. I just don't eat the tuna. Just being 100. <laughs> so, you, the judge literally broke it down per verbatim. What was going on? End up where you are right now. Awaiting sentencing on their criminal trial. How did they get to court? How did that happen? There's some people that wake up in the morning. They have no intention of doing anything wrong. They're, they're not looking to do anything criminal. It's the last thing on their mind. But there are crimes of impulse that happen. And see, the judge is saying right there, crimes of impulse. This was not a crime of impulse. This was premeditation. You, you, he even tracked it down today. And that's probably why he got the time. Because it was premeditated and he lied on the stand. The judge said you committed perjury again and again and again. Let's listen. Think, okay, I'm really late. I'm four hours late. This can't go down. It's freezing in Chicago. We're on the verge of a polar vortex. You might have just thought about it and said, you know, maybe it's not in the cards. Maybe, maybe the karma is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. But no, no, no. You double down. You start communicating with the brothers through social media. Now, whether it was by texts or chats or Instagram, public or private, one way or another, you kept in touch with them. And there was some quibbling about the, the specifics about how you kept in touch with them, but they knew what time you were coming in. And now the time is pushed back to two o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold weather. Hmm. It's double digits below zero at yep. two o'clock in the morning. Yep. 
you have to have a reason to be out on the street. And the reason you chose is you uh, come up with the story that you needed to, to get some eggs at Walgreens at 2 o'clock in the morning. If not that, you're going to go to Subway and get a sandwich and a salad and, and get something to eat at 2 o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold. You did one more thing. You got the Oshendero brothers. Now, they're, they're on board with you. You're using them as your patsies. You have your friend. You get your friend Brandon on the phone. And here's a man, a professional man, that's trying to help you in your career. You're not sure what, what town he's in, if he's in Australia or not, but you get him on the phone, and he's going to be your patsy also because he's going to listen and be uh, around on the phone to hear that you're being attacked by somebody. Now, he doesn't know what's going on. It's really not an attack, but he's going to be able to corroborate your story. So you're getting that together. You got Brandon on the phone. You're out on the street ostensibly to get some subway. You get some subway, and you're walking to where this is supposed to take place. Now, the Oshendero brothers, they're getting ready too. And they're doing this because he wanted them to do it on the sneak. No cell phones involved. Make sure nobody sees you get there. Now, he didn't just pull out the whole thing on what Jesse Smollett did. He didn't walk it down from him getting off the airplane to him, and you shouldn't have not did it. He did this to himself. He did. And I think a little jail time will help. Now, he was given five months. Will he do that whole five months? No, he probably only going to do two and a half months. And then the rest of the time, he'll be um, on probation to go to and fro because the judge did, you know, acknowledge that he was an actor and that, you know, he acknowledged all that. So he'll be able to go to and fro, but all that other, mm-mm. No, you you finna spend some time with jail, and he mar and the killer was he marketed himself after the alleged attack. I'm the gay Tupac. You're the gay what? I'm the gay Tupac. What? Tupac was shot six times. You did not get shot. You had barely an abrasion on your jaw, and you it's see that's what I'm saying. It's the it's the pure, just, uh, it's just the disgusting way that he presents himself, like the arrogance of it all, like, I saw you took that cookie. I ain't take that cookie. I ain't put that cookie. We see the cookie is on your face. Ain't no cookie on my face. When you smile, we see the chips on your teeth. Ain't no cookie chips on my teeth. It's just the sheer arrogance. And he didn't even want, oh, I can't do jail. Oh, no, 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 judge. I cannot do jail. Let's get to that. Nobody disagrees. And we know that police resources, they are valuable. They're limited. Detective resources are precious. And they cannot, cannot be squandered. And what you did because you were selfishly, arrogantly, and narcissistically bringing attention to yourself. It's the only reason you could have been doing such a crazy thing that you did, was you took away a lot of resources from other places, from other real victims of real crimes. You used up the police resources for your own benefit, uh, and that's a big problem here. What you did is you created what we call around here a heater. What's a heater? 
A heater is a case that when it's reported to the public, the public conscience is shocked, shocked to such an, uh, an extreme that the public is demanding that the police solve this crime here, right now, right here, right now. Everything else has to take second place. The heater has to be addressed. And you... He even gave a man a new name, called him a heater. I thought he was saying hater, but he was like, heater. I'm like, oh, heater, gotcha. Created a heater. And boy, did they put on an investigation. And I know that I've been listening to Chicago police officers and listening about police investigations for many years. It's certainly not a perfect police department. Uh, it's perhaps unfairly maligned in some uh, respects uh, as well. I'll match uh, the homicide detectives here against any in the country for their competence and thoroughness. I don't know about all that now. You're just being one And it's so unfortunate. Your very name has become an adverb for lying. And I cannot imagine what could be worse than that. People talk about uh, situations where somebody's uh, lying and trying to manipulate maneuver a story and, and your name comes up and so oh, pulling a justice something like that that's awful you're the butt of jokes i agree i be out there on the streets they be talking about his ass comedians mainstream talk show hosts they make jokes about you they do skets, uh, sketches about you I, I can't imagine anything worse than that no this is all self-inflicted these are things you did to yourself this is self-damage well some people may think that what you did is funny and that's there's some room for humor or jokes about it but i assure you this court does not i don't think there is anything funny at all about hate uh, hoaxing and faking racial hate crimes hoaxing or faking homophobic hate crimes i think that is disgraceful there is nothing funny about it. There's no humor in what you did whatsoever. All because you're selfish, arrogant, narcissistic. At least you have that side in you uh, that, that came out through this case. And, and you kept doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. Uh, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. And I'm your sentencing judge. And I don't find it funny. So that, where are we at? We're at the end. You're convicted of a class four felony. It's presumptively probationable. But we have some real serious aggravating factors here. Hmm. Your premeditation, which I've described. Premeditation. The to real victims of hate crimes, which I've described. The damage you've done to the city of Chicago, I've heard. It's been, it's been talked about. I'm mindful of the city's request for restitution. If I'm going to fashion that, uh, consider that request, I have to fashion the sentence accordingly. And above all, the capper of all cappers, your performance on the witness stand. This could only be described as pure perjury. You got to See, the judge is steady saying, you got perjury and you lie. You lie. You got up here and you just, you think it's a joke. Like comedians do make fun of him. You've seen Saturday Night Live and other skits and stuff. They make fun of him. He's a joke. Because of what he did, everyone knows it's a lie, especially people from Chicago. Not on the witness stand. You didn't have to. You did. You certainly have a right to. But you committed hour upon hour upon hour of pure perjury. And I find all those to be 
ample factors. If this court were to decide that the things you did, that any kind of probationary sentence would deprecate the seriousness of the offense and you need to go to the penitentiary, the record is clear and it would support it. But I'm looking at everything in its totality. And I agree. It's told to me today. You can't judge everybody by one bad thing they've done in their life. I don't know if it's the only bad thing, but it's the only bad thing that I'm concerned about now. And that you do have quite a record of real community service and quite a record of attaching with people. There is a lot of mitigation in this case as well. And I'm mindful of the pleas of mercy, particularly from people that are in the arena of dealing with social justice issues that are fighting, seriously fighting, not playing around, not doing games like you were doing, but seriously fighting for matters involving hate crimes of all sorts. And they're asking you for mercy as well. So I'm trying to consider who you are as a person, how you got here, how somehow you strayed away from your family values. You let that dark, narcissistic, selfish, and arrogant side come out. And you persisted with it for years on this case. I'm fashioning the following sentence. And here's your sentence. Sentencing you to 30 months felony probation. And the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today right here, right now. Mr. Smollett, though the jury found you guilty and I'd sentence you as I have, you have the right to appeal the findings and rulings to the court or ask your sentence be modified. To do those things, you need to follow a notice of appeal in writing within 30 days. You may also follow a motion to modify your sentence, which would have to be followed in writing within 30 days. Anything not stated in those filings are waived for purposes of appeal. You cannot afford lawyers or transcripts. They would be provided for your charge. Do you have any questions? Y'all, this is when the magic happens. Did hate y'all? He just stood up. He just stood up, y'all. <laughs> I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Mr. Uche, let me inquire. Are there any post-sentencing motions you care to present right now? Yes, Judge. Yes, Ms. Widow. The defense would wish to present a motion to reconsider sentence All right. and file it in standard. Right. Uh, it, is, it is timely filed. Thank you, Judge. And, and let me say, I've obviously considered the sentence at great length, uh, and, and it, it's timely filed, so it's preserved for purposes of appeal. Motion to reconsider sentence is respectfully denied. And is there another? What, what, one second, Randy. Anything else? Just a second, just a second. 
Is there going to be a notice of appeal filed? Yes, Judge. Uh, we, we, we're filing a notice of appeal. We're going to be emailing to the court right now. To the office. You, you're doing it in Stanford? And are you, going to, are you going to be handling the appeal? Uh, Judge, as of now, yes. Well, you have to commit to yes, handling sir. the appeal yes. for the appellate court. Okay. All right. Notice of appeal may be filed. Charlotte. And now, I need the prosecutors to work with Charlotte, the probation officer, to work out probation specifications with the conditions. That, well, he really just tried. They trying to stop him from getting any jail time. But at this point, yeah, he does need jail time because he needs to understand what he did and the severity of it. Like, this is no fucking joke. And everything you just, yeah, you did. You did just pretty much spit in the face of every person that's been hurt due to racism or anything of that nature. Yeah, you did. Because you lied. And it's evidence that you lied. And then you make a spectacle of yourself saying, I am not suicidal. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to Jesse Smollett in motherfucking jail. Don't nobody want to hurt him like that. Ain't nobody going to do nothing. They, now they have him in protective custody. And now they're saying that the protective custody. Oh, he shouldn't be in protective custody. That's too much. Oh, no. He shouldn't be in protective custody. No, no, no. Uh-uh. That's like solitary confinement. Well, you don't want him amongst the general population. You don't. You say you want to keep him safe. So that's keeping him safe. So I'm trying to understand what's the problem. What's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, but Jesse Smullett has been sentenced to 150 days in jail, 30 months of felony probation, and $120,106 plus $25,000 fine to the city of Chicago. So, uh, we have to see what's going. Well, it's over with now. He's only going to serve about two and a half months in jail. That's it. And he'll be right back out. So you stopped there and lied. So what do you want us to do? You lied. You said that you got attacked. It's something different if you lying on yourself and yeah, I stumped my toe and it hurt it so bad. I thought I was going to cry. No, I good and damn well you stump your toe. You lying on yourself, but then when you bring two other people in, it could have had them jailed, deported, and allegedly they could have been hurt when they got back to their country. Now, you taking too fucking far, bro. You taking it too far. Too far. So, we're going to end this podcast for today. And again, if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And uh, very shortly on the Mayday Mayhem podcast, we will be having um, A1 official double A. Y'all don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. Official double A. It's going to be up on this piece. You don't, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. So... Please stay tuned and we'll see you next time for another Mayday Mayhem podcast. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see y'all next time.